Good morning to you. And now on RTHK, it's time for Hashtag Hong Kong with Shama Mashur, Community Officer of Hong Kong Unison. Dear fellow Hong Kongers, Hong Kong Unison was established in 2001 with a vision for Hong Kong to become a fair and inclusive society where everyone, irrespective of race, ethnicity, color or creed, feels valued, enjoys equal rights and opportunities, leads a rewarding life and shares a sense of belonging to the city they call home. We believe that empowerment and policy and practice change can address the challenges faced by ethnic minorities of Hong Kong, and we would like to demonstrate it with our experiences working on the ground and arm-in-arm with the community during the fifth wave of the COVID-19 pandemic this year. When the fifth wave hit Hong Kong, it became clear very quickly that the hardest hit were the grassroots populations across the city. This includes low-income families from both Chinese and ethnic minority households. Ethnic minorities in Hong Kong constitute around 3.6% of the population and 63% of ethnic minority residents have actually been living in Hong Kong for more than seven years. Yet, they are still largely ignored in mainstream discourse and policy making. Obviously, the most glaring gap is in Cantonese language education, which plays a big role in keeping minorities like us systematically excluded from basic things like accessing quality healthcare or being able to work wherever we want. And that is something Unison has been working on for the past two decades. While the fifth wave exposed some of Hong Kong's deep-rooted flaws, from housing and healthcare to a lack of accessible social resources, we saw that civil society organizations and members of the public rose up to the occasion and helped out wherever they could alongside government efforts. Hong Kong Unison launched the fifth wave COVID relief project, which started out as an emergency helpline for ethnic minority families and individuals who needed assistance with various needs as different estates went into lockdown and as social distancing measures were being adjusted almost daily. In the thick of the outbreak, many ethnic minority families received little to no assistance due to the overload of cases on the Center for Health Protection hotlines. In the very early stages of the fifth wave, many families actually had to deal with COVID while isolating on their own with little knowledge in their home languages on healthcare recommendations and had to deal with issues with their employers regarding sick leaves when they contracted the virus and had to isolate for two to three weeks. So, with a coalition of other organizations that also work with ethnic minorities, we pulled together information in the major ethnic minority languages about different services being provided, such as community pharmacies, food assistance schemes, latest updates on social distancing measures, and mandatory RAT or PCR testing protocols. Our shared mission was to make all of this accessible to as many people as possible. It was incredible to see so many of us Hong Kongers give our own personal time I even know some ethnic minority social workers who were working around the clock at that time to make sure that families got what they needed in time. Due to the temporary closure of certain industries, such as F&B, shipping and construction, and also strict workplace testing protocols and the rising number of infections, a lot of ethnic minority families also suffered a sudden loss of income and it became very difficult to make ends meet, especially when supermarkets suddenly hiked up their prices for basic necessities. This is why we also started the COVID relief project, which oversaw the distribution of masks, 
RET kits and supermarket coupons to over 600 financially hard-hit families. A group of 34 dedicated youngsters from the ethnic minority community volunteered to pack the relief packages, liaise with the families in need, and also arrange deliveries in different districts. They bravely volunteered their time and risked venturing out even during the most severe part of the fifth wave, where it seemed nearly every household was dealing with COVID. In those months of great distress and confusion, it was inspiring to see different communities come together and look after one another through formal and also informal networks that they had established themselves. In the future, we don't know when Hong Kong will be hit with another crisis of this scale. But now, it would really serve the government well to take a closer look at the grassroots and working class communities of Hong Kong, since they are often the hardest hit casualties. This will help the various departments plan better for their next crisis, and they can roll out measures to protect the most vulnerable in society quicker. I'd like to end this letter with a quote from author Doi Zantamata. It is only in our darkest hours that we may discover the true strength of the brilliant light within ourselves that can never, ever be dimmed. The real strength of Hong Kong truly lies in the resilience of different communities that call the city home. And Hong Kong Unison hopes to continue empowering, platforming and mobilizing the ethnic minority community so that every time we face a new adversity, we are able to bounce back stronger. This morning, I'd like to dedicate the upbeat Hindi song, Pyar Bertahe, which is about love, community, and hospitality, which are the cornerstones of many South and Southeast Asian cultures. I'd like to dedicate this song to the informal help networks set up by ethnic minority uncles, aunties, youngsters, teachers, and social workers during the fifth wave, and how willing they were to go the extra mile to help their communities out.